and welcome to Bone Sound. We're back. Uh, season one, episode 13. I'm Jack Smith with my delightful co-host, Sin Lu. Hello. Thank hey, you so much oh for, for inviting me back. <laughs> <laughs> it would be insane if I did this by myself. <laughs> Just ranting about bones to myself. Hey, man. We took a prolonged break. We did. Just There was know. so much life happening. There was a lot happening in the world. You were going through a really crazy time at work. Yes. And then I was moving. Yes. And then, yes, the world. And the world's on fire. Yeah. So, so sometimes you don't really want to, like, watch an episode of Bones in that environment. Surprisingly. <laughs> sometimes when you're emotionally not. fragile, <laughs> you don't want to watch an episode of Bones. So you would think it'd be natural to turn into Bones for comfort. Oh, yeah. Soothing. Soothing. <laughs> Uh, for whatever reason, we weren't feeling it. <laughs> I know that's shocking to many <laughs> listeners who've been like really disappointed with us for, you know, being away for so long. But rest, uh, fear not, we're back. We are back. Here we go. We did it for you. <laughs> Definitely not as a personal outlet for us. Because <laughs> otherwise we'd lose our minds. <laughs> so, the woman in the garden. The woman in the garden. Yes. I just wrote, wow, starting off strong. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I like <laughs> laughed because I feel like it's one of those things where, well, my memory's really poor. Yes. So it's like, even though you'd think I would remember what the show is like by now, it's like still getting into it again. I'm Oof, just like yeah. giggling right off the top. Like, Same. ah, classic bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, they did this that I remember. This so, orphan again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. Yeah. So uh, they're called to the scene of a crime, right? Yes. Um, they pull up in Little El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones mentions that she's been reading a book about improving work relationships. Right. Because which, she asks a very legitimate question like, yeah. hey, why have we been called to the scene of this crime? Yeah. And then Booth reacts like annoyed, like, oh, he you're irritating kind of a to little, me. He was an asshole this yeah. whole episode. I was not feeling it. I was, that's, I noticed that later too. I was like, I feel like there was so much uh, like sarcastic banter this whole episode. Or maybe it's again, we've been away too long and we don't remember maybe. the level it was at when True. we left. And how, <laughs> what had happened when we left. Like what, what the status of their relationship was. It, but it did feel very like, you know, constantly ping-ponging back and forth between them and other characters in the show. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Um, but yeah, no, he was, it was like, she asked a, a super reasonable, like, hey, why am I here question? Yeah. And he was just like, you know, annoyed with her. And she was like, oh yeah, I know that was a dumb question. Cause I've been reading this book yeah. about how to improve work relationships. And but then he does say, oh, I really actually appreciate that, which is nice. I was just like, why wouldn't she ask why they were there? And then it was very reasonable. And yeah. like, and he did start to answer honestly, but then. Am I a booth apologist? Oh, no. Because he was like, do you really want to get into the nitty gritty? Because he was like, well, this is federal jurisdiction because this and the other thing. And so I even though he said he was an asshole because he was an asshole this whole episode. Yeah. Aside from perhaps this first minute. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. Uh, You know what it was? It's just that they're both being peak themselves because then she doesn't justify her very normal behavior with a normal way of just being like, oh, I just want to know. She just has to make it into like, a well, I was reading a book about how to make friends with your coworkers. So you're right. That was a really blatant and wouldn't attempt at trying to make friendships. So I was just like, everyone's being annoying. (laughs) Pretty much. Right off the bat, I was like, ugh. If you were wondering if we stop Bone Zone because we don't actually like bones, <laughs> nope, we're back. <laughs> you know, sometimes I remember how I watched through, 
so many seasons of this. So it's like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me why I get so irritated now. But, Neither. you know, I'm older. I'm wiser. Same? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> anyway. So, so, yes. it turns out that they pulled this guy over for running through a stop sign or a red light or something. And then he got caught with a super gross skeleton in his trunk. Yeah, wasn't it like, was it like a, a crash was caused because he ran the light and like the oh, trunk like popped open or something and they I, saw no, the No, I think he, um, he, they pulled him over and he immediately ran off. Oh! And so that's, they had to track him down and so I think that was how they justified going into his trunk. Wait, but if he ran off, why did they need the drive-by? Well, he ran off, but then they caught him. Initially, before Boone's oh. and Booth got there, he ran the red or whatever. They turned their sirens on. Okay. Not that they showed this, but like pulled him I over. See. He pulled over, but then he ran. And so then they were like, why did he run? Right. And then they started and searching the car. the car. Okay, yes. Yeah, so yes. there's a body in a trunk. Yes. It's gross. It, it looked very gooey. Yes. I really appreciated when they were down in that area. What was it called? Little El Salvador mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Booth makes a comment. They recreated their country here right down to being terrified of the police. And I was like, thanks for that commentary, Booth. Let's move on. <laughs> I think like, that was Bones. Oh, it was it Bones? It was Bones because I was just like, good job, anthropologist, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Why would you even need to state that aloud? <laughs> we were, all know what's happening there was here. a lot of explain, explaining about death squads or just reference death squads just there had to have been at least five references to death squads this is one of those things where you know it's it's funny now looking i think looking with our current climate looking back at this episode but like the criticism that often gets levied of how entertainment will portray these other countries yes of course these really violent horrible things are also happening but it's like you know that um i'm forgetting that really famous african um writers and novelists name chimamande oh god i'm gonna look it up later but she has this whole thing about like the danger of only telling a single story and so like her example is i think she's from nigeria if i remember remember correctly but she's always talking about how like in in like america or western media the only story you see about africa is poverty illness whatever it's always i have yet to see a movie about that doesn't include either violence yeah. or extreme AIDS, poverty blah, 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 based blah. in yeah. Africa. Like child soldiers. Da, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's just like that's all you know about it. So people never go to Africa of and course. experience the true richness of yeah. their culture and see that there are so many thriving, advanced cities Absolutely. there. Yeah. Um, so, but but it made me think of that exact same thing where they're like, oh, they recreated everything here. Just like their fear of the police. And then they mentioned like death squads about 7,000 times. And I just Instead like, of just also just families living there, yeah, like normal and, people. And they talked a lot about, at least they were talking very sympathetically about why people flee those regions and yeah. want to come to America. So I guess in that sense, it's like a nice, um, like a nuanced, I guess, uh, interpretation of why someone might illegally right. immigrate to this country. And it's right, not just right. cut and dry, like, oh, they're illegal, therefore you should be right. upset with them about it. It's but a very like, kind of empathetic look at yeah yeah i was just like all right we get it there are death squads in el salvador oh my god <laughs> jesus and Christ. gangs the scariest most murderous gangs in the world it was insane um so then bones who is again an anthropologist yes she okay so the guy who gets pulled over Jose, he's a gang member. They know because he's got tattoos <laughs> on his neck. What is it called? Like Mara Muerte or something? Yes. Yeah. Also, I've definitely seen that guy and stuff before. Oh. And that poor guy always has to play a gang a member. Of them. And I feel so bad for him because he's a, he like, 
I was very yeah. impressed with his performance. He's crying for yes. real in the hospital yes. bed and stuff. It was so like, sensitive. It was so also, good. Both of the other gang leaders that they bring in for questioning later on, the two rival yep. um, El Salvadorian gangs, as far as I can deduce. <laughs> um, both also, of them always I've seen a million times. Always Latino gang members. Yes. Always, always. I feel so bad. And they probably have to have all these fake tattoos added. And I'm just like, dude, all dudes. I kept thinking is, where's Manny Montana? Because just I know, bring right? him in then. He's also been that same guy who's been forced to play this type of part oh. so many times. But if you're going to do it, just bring him in and let me see his beautiful face and body. <laughs> just get him all in here. Listen, if you're going to be kind of racist and stereotypical, at least bring in the hot Just get ones. them all. <laughs> um, so she knows he's a gang member. And they realize that this woman has been dug up because there is a lot of dirt and stuff. So they're yeah. like, oh, where's the nearest cemetery? cemetery? And so to find out, instead of just, you know, Googling in 10 minutes when you get back to the lab or i don't know using the resources of the fucking fbi yeah make a phone call bro (laughs) and a guy just told you the closest one was 10 miles away (laughs) like he's a cop he knows this area he just told you your answer and yet she looks she implores the crowd hey do you guys know where the nearest cemetery is and of course they're not gonna say anything because they don't want to be murdered they all like in fear rush away like no 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 don't talk to them she immediately answers her own question with of course they're not gonna answer because nobody wants to be murdered by a death squad or whatever like (laughs) why did you ask them then if you knew that this was the answer you dummy it didn't like I paused because I was like, you are an anthropologist. <laughs> I wrote because she's a dummy who doesn't understand how gangs work. And then I played it again. And yeah. then she immediately answers. And I was like, okay, well, let me add another note here. Okay, great. So she clearly does understand. Yeah. What the fuck? You know, oh, look. Boy. No boy, she was carrying boy. around that big necklace and that big belt. Yo, that The belt necklace. was actually mid-size, I would say. It's not the biggest we've seen. I did not notice the belt because I was too busy looking at that I necklace. only noticed it much later when we see her in full view. Mm. Um, I only noticed the necklace because, well, so while they're trying to figure out what's going eyes, on. Because you have eyes because that necklace is fucking <laughs> enormous. And then she wears one later that's also fucking <laughs> enormous. Wait, did I miss the second one? Okay, wait, because I thought it was the same necklace the whole time. There's a blue I, one and then a brown one. Wait, oh, I thought she was just wearing the blue one the whole time. Okay, it shows up again. Like, she goes I back see. and forth between the two. I, I literally wrote, is this episode just one long day? Because she hasn't changed her <laughs> necklace. And I got really confused. But I must have missed the changes. She she did. She had a brown one that was, dare I say, even larger. I only noticed it because, so while they're trying to figure out what's going on, there's a fake drive-by shooting. Right. Or rather, a real drive-by shooting that we later find out is fake. Right. And so everyone dives to the ground for mm-hmm. cover. And in that moment, as she dove towards the camera to oh, hit the ground, the, cool the, the, the necklace was just so big <laughs> in the frame. I was like, look at that piece of jewelry. <laughs> um, uh, so as the drive-by shooting occurs, Jose escapes and runs off. He's the fastest runner who is unable to use his arms that I've ever seen. <laughs> Booth cannot catch him. He jumps over a fence with his arms tied, and then Booth does not jump over the fence also. I want to be he like, Booth, like, uh, just jump over the fence too, dummy. He didn't want it. You caught up to him, so you can catch up to him again. The fuck? His heart wasn't in it. Oh my god, lazy. Um, so, uh, they have the body back at the lab. Um, Bones exp- 
exhibits a surprising amount of kindness where she says like because the victim had like a rosary so clearly this person is religious yeah so bones was like i want to give her a proper burial even though bones is an atheist right she was just like very on her emotional high horse of like this woman would have wanted a proper burial she was clearly religious and we're gonna give that to her she stepped off her apple box (laughs) and went back to work we find out this so it's a woman who was pregnant she had a rosary on her Mm -hmm. so that's how they deduced she was religious Although I was kind of like, I don't know, lots of people have rosaries. Yeah. I have one. Um, and oh. I'm an atheist. <laughs> My dad gave it to me. They had like remnants of some El Salvadorian flower. Yes. And then oh, and, and they were like, oh, she was she was killed by head trauma. Yes. And then something told them that she, her body was like, when before it was unearthed, was buried somewhere near water or something. Uh, so the first time they know, they figure something out, they figure stuff out twice. The first time they figure out, hey, she was buried in some kind of garden because there's remnants of this flower thing that's, so let's go find a garden. Yeah. And then, so Hodgins also gets to go, they all get to go look for it. (laughs) They do this all the time where they make like very... Like, pointed, and also smart, at least I think so. Tell me if you disagree, but points, like, um, usually, like, political, or, like, in this case, like, a socioeconomic, like, point about um, poverty and how the government just lets rich people get richer at the expense of poor people. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And Bones agrees. Yeah. And then just they just kind of drop it. Because Booth will go, ah, oh, right. And Booth goes all full American. And it's just well, like, actually, I'm out. What Booth says is, oh, God. What is this? NPR radio? <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys running for office? And then they, everyone just shuts right up. Yep. And apparently, no more conversation. Like, oh, God. Um, <clears throat> and then they just immediately move on. Yeah, and then, and and then they're at the senator's house. It's, what is this? Like, is there just one writer in the writer's room who's like, I just, like, just... I need to get these messages out. Yes. <laughs> and the rest of them are just, like, dudes and from Harvard. I don't know how to write around it. His fathers are senators, and so they're just like, no, 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 no. Oh, we write for Booth. We forgot to say the reason they know to go to the senator's house is because Oh, some... no, this is before that. We're not there yet. Oh, you're right. You're right. I just reached the part of my notes where I talk about the second period of finding things. <laughs> Sorry, there's an El Salvadorian flower. <laughs> okay, yeah, and they're in the car. <laughs> so then they find this garden and realize that there's a second body and that these two bodies had just been planted in, like, a local garden. Um, and so they bring them back to the lab. Hodgins finds, I just said, more specific plant stuff, and they realize that this plant is... Um, Super duper rare. Wait, did I just black out? They went to a whole other garden and found a whole other body there? They didn't find the body. But they found evidence of a second body? Yeah. I Okay. Literally later in my notes, I was like, wait, how did they know there was a second body? (laughs) Because based on the question, they're like, they later when they find it, they're like, oh, here's the second body. I was like, how did they know there was a second body? Yeah. Yo, I think I blacked out. (laughs) Okay. So they went to a whole first garden. garden. Yes. Oh, just like you know how they have like like in the city they have community gardens. Or yes, whatever. okay, okay. It was like a little community garden where they found the place where the first body was, and then they also found 
But there was a second thing right next to it. So there was a second. I literally watched this right before this, (laughs) before being here. And I already, I'm just like, I don't, I can't, I can't follow the thread of this story. probably writing stuff down while it was happening. I know. I was just like diligently transcribing the NPR zinger. (laughs) And so so you missed the other garden trip. You totally did. Okay. So they went to a garden. They found all these, yes, even more rare plant stuff. So they bring the body back. um, And Hodgins realized, oh, there's this other like this very specific flower thing that is pretty much extinct aside from uh ones there's one at the white house and there's also one that a senator has been given yeah he literally was like this thing hasn't been around since like 18 something yeah yeah, and you're like okay (laughs) um so then they i thought they were gonna go to the white house but then they go to the senator's house because he was given one as a gift because he works with governments in el salvador or whatever yeah apparently he's i think i wrote this down he like he supports business people in central america so he has all these relationships yes and so here we go to the senator's house where very stereotypical rich like white people employing brown people it's very uncomfortable and that son god he looks so punchable oh boy logan and his name name was was Logan. logan yeah and he was wearing like a what do you call it? The Argyle sweater or whatever the fuck? Oh, I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah well, it's it fine. not great. Um, I wrote they have a son, Logan, because of course they do. Um, so then while they're walking around the senator's house, um, they discover the second body that has been moved to that garden at the senator's house. Right, because they are talking to the senator. They're like, they, they have like a whole massive landscaping crew mm-hmm. on site mm-hmm. led by some dude named Hector. Yep. All of the, every single person who works on their landscaping is El Salvadorian. P.S. Yes. Every literally every That's single not one. That's uncomfortable in any way. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable while watching this episode. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that's our tree. We're the only ones who cultivate it. And they're like, do you have a pond on the premises? They're like, yeah, exactly. There's a pond back there. So it's like all the pieces are coming together. Oh, yeah, I think when they the second time around. Yeah, they realized the pond. Yeah, thing. something they just know that the bodies yeah. were somewhere near, near water. water. Yeah. Oh, that's why. That's why, because they kept saying that the bodies had been reburied, and I was yeah. like, "What are they talking about?" Because <laughs> the whole garden scene that I missed. They, <laughs> they, it was they were originally on the senator's property. They were dug up and buried at the second garden, and yes. then uh, dug up the third time. Well, at least the woman body was dug up the third time and in the car. I get it now. I'm getting the chain of events. Did they start? Uh, yeah, they must have. St- I think they started. They were both buried at oh, the senator's house. Or wait, did it go the opposite direction? I thought they were both buried at the gar- the first garden, and then they were moving they them were moving to the to senator's, senator's house. It's like because beautiful, and he wanted to give them a nice place. And to I think they are actually going. They mentioned something real quick about like that lot is going to now have like something built on it. Oh, so they have to move. I, I take your word for it because, as I said, I. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> an alien came in and basically surgically excised those you know, memories from my brain. You were writing out the details that I did not. I'm I'm big picturing it, and you're keeping the details in, and I one, appreciate it. One detail I want to mention mm. on the way to the senator's house in the car. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this lively exchange oh about um, I th- what is it? For some reason, they're talking to each other again about like things that help them relax or like oh, oh Boo says something yeah. super dumb like just think about it these are all like pieces of a puzzle and then right. 
um, what's her face? Temperance jumps <laughs> in. Face? It's the show called Bones. <laughs> Bones jumps in and she's like, oh, I love puzzles. They help me relax. Mm-hmm. Booth like rolls his eyes at her and he's like, and she's like, what do you do? And he's like, I restore vintage cards. I was like, yes, America, Eagles, mm-hmm. everything. USA, all and day. then Hodgin says, you know what I find relaxing? And then Booth is like, okay, I think everyone finds what you find relaxing, relaxing. So then I was like, is that a weed joke? Oh, maybe? I couldn't tell. That was it. And then it ended again. There was a lot of these like back and forth zingy, yeah. like like whatever. And then they just end. And like no one ever resolves it. Like yeah. Hodgins' face didn't like smile when, when well, Booth was like. I think he said like, something after that. I just remember but it being wasn't dead. Anything. And I was like, what? Why do this? <laughs> maybe I'm a pervert. I was like, sex? I don't know. But weed, oh. but weed makes way more sense. Look, <laughs> I don't know what's hot. It's for fun. Who knows? You could go one way or the other. Sex, weed, it's all relaxing. <laughs> anyway, not important. I don't know why I brought us down this ridiculous path. No, because I did find that weird and annoying and unnecessary. I didn't get it. Because like it could have been a, a way to just like a very small, quick way to like get us, let us know a little bit more about the characters. Right. And like, okay, booster source cars. Oh, okay, she likes, well, okay, great. Yeah. And then, and then Hodgins useless. Whatever that meant. He likes railing against the government. <laughs> um, so. So, yes, we're on the <clears throat> senator's grounds. He has a massive, beautiful landscape. Mm-hmm. We um, meet his. His son, Logan. Aryan Nation son, Logan. <laughs> His Hitler youth son, Logan. And then uh, uh, Bones asks for a trowel and is given the cleanest, most shiny trowel I've ever oh seen. Oh my God, that's such a good point. I didn't even think it about was that. perfectly clean. Yes. This thing, thing should have been rusty as yeah. fuck. You know, this it is rich people. brand new trowel. Rich people, every day they go out and they buy a new trowel. Apparently. And then the landscapers only use new tools it every day. It was beautiful. You could eat off that trowel. For real. Um... So, they realize, uh-oh, there was a, there's a body here. Then they go back to the lab. They find the second body. Yes. Okay. Then they go back to the lab, and Dr. Goodman has put together the broken rosary, because they find the second part of the rosary at the first garden that they go to. Right. But that is evidence, and I feel like maybe he shouldn't have put it back together, because it's evidence well I, I also laughed because he like deduced like six thousand things from it too because they were like oh dr goodman is a, they literally said he's an expert in religious iconography yes. let's give him this rosary to see if he can figure anything yes. out and i'm just thinking to myself like rosaries are like mass produced absolutely over, like you you can literally walk into any church and like pick up 10 by the door so like i was just like okay these are these el salvadorian migrants who like literally had to illegally enter the country but she has a rosary that's so incredible incredibly unique that dr goodman can literally pinpoint the village that she lived in in el salvador he's good man <laughs> sorry i, right, I guess when I they say? say expert they really mean expert he is good <laughs> um i don't know how i blacked out a little bit during this <laughs> to be totally fair oh God, we're just two people <laughs> trying to piece together our memories <laughs> and somehow they end up going to jose's house Oh, you know why? Why? So while they're at Logan, or while they're at the senator's house and mm-hmm. they talk to Logan, they mm-hmm. show the sketches of the gang member who ran away mm-hmm. earlier in the episode. Oh, And yes. Logan is like, oh, that's Jose Vargas. He works here sometimes. Oh, and then, like, okay. I've right, seen right, him right. around. Because apparently Logan is, like, really into landscaping. So He's the other thing is... He's studying at Georgetown. Right. So not only... 
<laughs> yeah, he's getting a landscaping degree. Not to denigrate the work of landscaping, but landscape like... Landscape architecture. But yes, so he's a senator's son who just apparently, we're supposed to believe, spends his day working in his father's massive yard he likes with to the s- El Salvadorian landscapers. He sometimes likes to supervise them, is what they say, because of course he does. He's not going to get his beautiful lily white hands dirty. He's going to take one of those beautiful, clean trowels and hand them to an El Salvadoran guy. So he recognized Jose Vargas. He was what like, a piece oh, of yeah. shit. And they were all like he's a gang member and you could tell that Hector didn't like that because <laughs> it was Hector's responsibility to vet everyone who they hired mm-hmm. to make sure that they were all legal and had papers and blah 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 um, and so apparently later Logan calls him with Jose Vargas's address oh okay great <laughs> Logan Logan has everyone's contact info in his Rolodex they hang out sometimes you know dude I was immediately like Logan's the killer <laughs> When I saw his dumb face and his weird, suspicious interest in landscape architecture, I was like, he's the murderer. Oh, and he has he has Jose Vargas's like uh, address and he happens to know him and no one else will say that they recognize him. He did it. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I was like, this guy's not a team player. Come on, no. man. Yeah. Why couldn't you just lie like Hector? <laughs> um, so, OK, so that's how they end up going to Jose's house and they find again. I blacked out. Um, they find his wife and baby in like this fake wall. Because yes. again, death there, squads. There's, yes. So they enter and they're like, oh, no one's here. The apartment appears empty. And Bones is like, no, you think it's empty. But they know what to do in situations like this because they death have squads. had to hide from death squads. So she immediately knows there's a fake wall somewhere. And they somehow know to immediately go to the closet and just kick down a wall and find it. His Jose's wife and baby. Like, just leave her alone, Bones. <laughs> the fuck? they're Anne Frank in it over here just leave them alone so they're they're trying to roughly interrogate her and Bones wants to be like or Booth is like tell her we're gonna call ICE and detain her Booth goes full American asshole and it was like really gross and also just so um applicable to now that it's horrifying because this was probably like 10 15 years old i feel like it's also a confusing dynamic not necessarily because we wouldn't expect bones to be empathetic because she was she was very much defending the wife and being like stop it booth you're being a jack i stopped scaring her this is unfair she clearly didn't do anything yeah um but i just feel like usually booth is supposed to be the sensitive human emotional guy like that's supposed to be his thing he understands the human side and knows how to get through to people and he has a child so he's more empathetic to parents and like she's holding a baby it's yeah. like and a, she's hiding behind a false wall like this is a woman who feels very scared yes like come on yeah and he's like tell her we're gonna deport her husband if she doesn't tell us what's going on right now that baby's crazy. gonna stay here because it's american and she can right. go back with like it was yeah. really bad yeah truly there terrible. was a lot of threatening of deportation yeah, in this episode, no, it which was is very weird gross um so um they Nothing really happens with that, I guess. And then they realize that both bodies... So when they're, again, back at the lab, uh, they realize that both bodies have a hereditary thing. And the father, they realize that... The sternum foramen. Yes. (laughs) Is that what you meant? Yeah. (laughs) Basically like a hole in their sternum. Yeah. Um, So they realize like, oh, these two bodies are actually a father and a daughter. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out why they were buried and then reburied. And what do I? Bones yeah, and then like dug up yet Booth again. Is good at 
quote, the murky way of the human heart. Uh Uh-huh. I wrote that down, too. And I literally wrote that quote down, and I just wrote, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Because they were, I think they were, like, trying to figure out a scenario in which this would happen, but then Bones is like, we don't do this. But you know what's really frustrating to me about that? It's like, they don't actually do a good enough job separating out when she does and doesn't do those things. Because there have been plenty of episodes where we've watched her kind of string together really disparate facts with like a story like not to say that like she's just like pulling things out of her ass but like she we have seen her do this before and i feel like if in some episodes booth will play the guy and be like we have to look at the facts or whatever the the evidence and so like it's and like a lot of times she i know she's supposed to be the one who doesn't understand empathy and doesn't have feelings but like we've seen her do it before in in like you know the episode with the foster children or whatever so i just don't get it because then like this episode we just saw her strongly defending like literally so much they they were they were able to find that woman and the child behind the wall because she was able to deduce the murky ways of the human heart and understand that like people who've lived for their entire lives in a very vulnerable way Mm -hmm. at the um you know under the terror of death squads might do something like this and that's I how mean, they I were guess able to figure it out. I guess that's more anthropological than it is emotional. Is it though? <laughs> so, yeah. And doesn't anthropology in some way have to include human behavior? Yes. 100%. So in some way, an understanding of human emotion. Yes. <laughs> Listen, it's murky. Those ways of the heart. Okay. I just she like, can't get into. I was it. like, why are we still trying to do this? Can we just stop making these weird, like, really? trying to make these clear-cut declarations about how they're different and why they're like an odd couple and just like let people just tell a fucking story. <laughs> Do you know what show you're watching? Sorry, guys. God. I'm, I'm being absurd. Um, so, oh, I will pause to say, I thought Angela looked great in this episode. Her hair oh, looked longer. Yeah. Her bangs look good. That's true. I don't know that I really noticed she that ha- She much. didn't have a weird outfit on. <laughs> she just looked good. I was happy for her hair. I just laughed because earlier on when she had done the sketch on the first pregnant oh, uh, woman's boy, body, yeah. oh, she's God. like, here's I the sketch. And then she's like, yeah, I made her smiling and was, happy because she was pregnant in a new country, ready to start her new life. And then she's like, if anything, sighs. that'd be fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, She'd be like, a face of fear. <sighs> she sighs and she looks down. And she hands the sketch over. I'm like, Angela, just like quit Angela, this job. How then. much money do you make? Because if you're making like <laughs> anything more than fucking 12 grand a year you're making too much because this is all you do for a living this is stupid i'm just like like these are scientists with sometimes multiple phds and you're sketching a, f- a happy face you idiot and it looks like you couldn't even muster the emotional fortitude to make it through like just barely so just like maybe this isn't the job for you also i just realized like that sketch didn't help them in any way no. they never had to use it <laughs> Wait, did they bring it back later at all? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, usually it serves as like a government ID that helps them identify a person no, from like thousands were, of possible Jose matches. Jose confirmed that that's his, his sister. <laughs> oh my like, God, you're right. There's no need for that sketch. They just needed Angela to come in at some point. Maybe that's why Angela's so depressed <laughs> in this episode. She's just sitting alone in the dark with the Angelatron 95% of the time. Oh my lord! Then well, she gets like what you didn't see was Bones was like great, and then turned around, crumpled it up, and threw it in a garbage can. <laughs> Fucking useless! Oh my god, she's um, so ridiculous. Um, sorry. So um, now all of a sudden they find Jose because he gets dumped out of a car. <laughs> yes, they make with a, a deal. note into his chest. 
they made a deal with the uh, the gang that he's a part of. Their mm-hmm. gang leader's sister is apparently being held somewhere. So they made a deal of like, if you bring us Jose so we can question him about these bodies, your sister will be fine or something. Yeah. So he's, yeah, with a nice note. Special delivery for Agent Seely Booth. That's what the part where I was I reminded that his name was Seely. Yeah. And I felt the whole... I yeah. felt the whole reaction. <laughs> I totally, I heard something about him making a deal, but I was too busy writing things. That's down. fine. Um, <laughs> so it turns out he's the brother of the victim. Yes. Um, all he does is give them their names. Booth goes full USA again. Just very angry. And Bones is like, can you please just give us more? And But all he gives is names. Oh, and we find out that the father was actually not murdered he died right. from cancer yes but the daughter was obviously murdered but yes, yes jose the brother won't tell us anything yeah um so they bring in the gang leader mm-hmm. which doesn't really tell them anything no he's just there to be an asshole and to be gross and hit on bones so yeah. that much so that it pisses her off and then later they're both standing by an elevator and she beats him up yep great idea bones yeah so then Bones goes back to her office. Angela comes in all angry. Wait, really quick note. Yes. I don't know if you noticed that gang leader. It was really distracting to me. It looked like he was just wearing one long button-up shirt dress. <laughs> from what I could tell. Like when they were standing next to the elevator. Oh, I missed you it. You could see. I don't know. I don't know because like I think during that era, like, you know, if you want to look cool, mm-hmm. men wear like really oversized clothes. So maybe the shirt ends somewhere. But because you could see like past his waist. Yeah. And then you... but but you couldn't see like down his legs. It just looked like he's wearing one super <laughs> long black button up shirt. And then I was just like, is he wearing a tunic dress? Yeah. Cause he was also kind of a shorter guy. Mm-hmm. So they might've just gotten him, but he seemed like pretty broad. Yeah. So he might've had, I think they had to get him like, like a big shirt, a big shirt. Cause he was kind of like football style big, mm-hmm. but then it was probably so, so long. long. Yeah. And gang members don't tuck their shirts yeah. in. And maybe if so he was he wearing black pants, you a, can't see the difference between the pants and the shirt. So it just literally, tunic dress. I thought he was wearing a giant button up dress, like shirt dress. <laughs> I, I just was, I just kept looking at him being like, I can't take anything that happened that happens next seriously. Cause the man's wearing a giant dress. Like he looked like, or he was just a brave fashionista. It just reminds El- me of little El Salvador. You know, like in with Steven Seagal in his later years when he was just like I'm a Buddhist whatever oh, the yeah. fuck and he would always like wear on the yes. red carpet these ridiculous like Asian yes, inspired so yes. it just reminded me of that <laughs> maybe that was like his fashion icon yeah maybe maybe he has turned to Buddhism for answers um so Angela walks into Bones' office all pissed mm-hmm. and this is really what got me is I thought she was going to be pissed that, like, her Bones' life is now in danger. Yes. Because. Thank you. She beat up this gang member. The, but instead. The head of the, as they keep saying, the most murderous right. gang in the city. Right. But instead, she seems upset that Bones beats someone up because Bones needs therapy. Right. And I was like, wait, what? She screams at her, you need therapy. And I'm like, you're not wrong. But, like, but the more urgent is- <laughs> issue at hand <laughs> is that she's going to get murdered by a fucking gang. Let's talk about her constant flagrant risk taking and, and like life risk. Like She's always running ahead of Booth without any weaponry or anything into really dangerous situations. She's beating up a gang member. Like, what about... 
<laughs> I that? lost my mind. And then she tells this fucking story. Oh, yeah. Bones tells this story that was just like... This made me so angry. She... She was working in El Salvador, right? Yes. Three years ago, she was there to identify victims of the El Salvadorian death Death squad. squad. (laughs) (laughs) And she was un... Uh, she was digging up a 13-year-old girl, and the cop, who she thought was going to protect her, was actually there to be like, uh, you leave that shit alone now. And she was like, um, no. And then two other guys came, because she can't, like, because she's the worst, and they put a bag over her head, and they kidnapped her, and then they, like, psychologically tortured her. Like, bitch, why yes. didn't you get she, therapy? She you said, clearly do. She said they made her it. believe every day that she was going to die. It felt like a week, but it was three days. It was three days. No explanation of how she got out of that. No. Pilot. That would be my first question. If I was Angela hearing the story for the first time, be like, I am so sorry. That is so terrible. How the fuck did you get out of there? And this should teach you not to beat up gang members in elevator bays. Like, like, okay, you were orphaned at 15. Your parents disappeared into thin air. You, brother, gone. Brother, You're alone. gone. You're orphaned. You are now in foster homes where they abuse you. Yep. Then, like, you apparently, yeah. a decade or two later, are kidnapped and psychologically tortured? Yeah. Why aren't you in therapy? Right. You idiot. By the way, we all know that she just gets called to all these, like, mass murder events. Like, she all was she, at 9-11, oh, yeah. and right? Every and other <laughs> week, she's going to some place to dig right. up bodies after a tragedy has occurred. Right. Because she's violent the tragedy. only person that can help identify. And it's just like, you're just constantly surrounded by horrible yeah. death. The worst of like mankind, like yes. yeah, you should death. But she doesn't believe in psychology, and she even says this weird things where I can't remember what it was. Like Angela's like kind of just trying to be like, what the fuck were you thinking? And she's just like, I know him, and then Angela's like, what? And she's oh, like, no, yeah. I don't know him. I mean, I know men like, like him, and that's why she felt like she needed to fight back and like somehow right some cosmic wrong by again beating up some guy in an elevator bay. And then she says. That doesn't mean I need therapy. Yes. It a yes, thousand it does. percent that does. That is exactly what it <laughs> means that you need therapy. If anything, it's the sh- most clear and glaring yes. red flag sign we've seen yet. <laughs> I just, it was insane. So then both women are looking at each other. They look very somber. And he comes in and is like. Oh, this made me so mad. Am I interrupting a female moment? I know. Oh, were we just comparing periods? What the fuck are you talking about? What's a female moment? Oh, where we just actually talk about... It's where we take our shirts off and we look at each other's bras and then we pick up pillows and pillow fight. I just... It's so... St- and like... I, you're supposed to be like a scientist. You're kind of yeah. supposed to be kind of more sensitive and empathetic. And yet you are a misogynistic dick. They were just having a conversation. Yeah, literally two women just sitting across sitting. from each other in an office, calmly speaking to each other. Oh, am I interrupting a female moment? Oh, were we supposed yeah. to be giggling 24-7? We're just free bleeding into our chairs right now. <laughs> Give us a moment. Thank you. You fucking asshole. I was just so mad. <laughs> totally. They're just sitting there talking. I just wrote eye roll really large in my nose I'm so, I was like, just like nobody Jesus was, Christ like that, that this was justified nobody was crying nobody was screaming yeah. there was literally just yeah. two people chatting exactly. even, they just happened to both be women even if they were going to make that stereotypical joke they didn't even do a good job of it no. they didn't show like you said any of those typical things yeah. to then make it logical that Hodgins would be like is this a female moment just two women calmly sitting yeah. 
in chairs across by that logic we're having a female moment right now jack actually because i don't know if our listeners can or may realize this but we're sitting on a at a countertop across from each other in chairs oh my god i mean i'm not speaking as calmly i guess as maybe (laughs) angela was when she was confronting brennan about her needing therapy you know i mean were we gonna compare tampons later yeah Yeah, we were i mean yeah (laughs) as females always flows We're going to sync our cycles. Yep. Talk about when we were late, when we were early, which we actually do do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's true. Whatever. You got us. (laughs) Everyone can suck it as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, And so he comes in and said that, oh, they identified the wood that killed uh, Maria, who is Jose's sister. Um, which is apparently some very specific wood. Very specific. Everything in the show is always very specific. Um, (laughs) It's never just like, oh yeah, some birch or some maple. (laughs) Some pine? No. It probably came from Lowe's. It was kumaru wood or whatever the (laughs) fuck. I'm like, yeah, totally. Um, So they go back to the senator's house. Hector reveals that uh, Maria was actually involved with Logan. They were sleeping together. Bones has a huge fucking necklace that is absurd. I missed it. I must, this must be the second one, and I missed oh, it. Oh, God, it's terrible. And then they find, they look, uh, they're in Logan's, Logan's bedroom. Room. He has the most absurd four-post bed. It's made for kings and queens. <laughs> Like, what is, who it has makes this? no sense. Be- like, who has that bed? Like, that bedroom it's also It's so like- ugly. It's just, yeah. It, whatever. It's fine. I, that's the part that I couldn't, like, pay attention to the murder part. Because I was just like, this is the ugliest bed I've it ever seen. It was not great. And the top of it, they find dried blood and skin actually on the post of the bed, which is disgusting. Yeah, because the posts end in these little pineapple things, which, by the way, is this like a white people thing? Because my parents' house in Seattle, the suburbs, Mm -hmm. they bought it from people who clearly wanted to be rich white people. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think they were maybe middle class. Um, (laughs) But like pineapples everywhere and everything. Listen, my parents, uh, upper middle class white people, they love a pineapple. But why is it in the furniture? Do they have pineapples in their furniture? Yeah, I think they do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I guess like these people are in Washington, D.C. My parents are in Florida where it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, that's true. Because my mom was going for a real tropical thing when they moved down there. Well, that's see, that's the thing. It's one thing if it's like like, sort of like a more casual vibe or something. But this was like the heaviest of heaviest rare wood four poster beds fit for a king from, yeah, Louis the 14th. And then, yeah, these little pineapple type acorny shapes at the top. Whatever. It's fine. Or a pineconey. Yeah. Not look. That's fine. The second thing I was mostly distracted by was like, how does no one notice the blood and skin up there? It was disgusting. And it, like, it was a chunk. It wasn't just like, <laughs> yeah, a, like a tiny right. blood stain that you would, yeah. was, that's uh, like, like you have to look super closely. It was like a chunk yeah. of body <laughs> with hair coming out of it. It was horrifying. I was horrified by that. I just was, because fr- also, by the way, they have probably a whole team of like maids and like whatever, right? That's the thing. She was, nope. She was there cleaning. Yeah. Nobody noticed that? Uh, maybe they didn't bring in another maid, I guess. When they were cleaning up the evidence that she had died there. Hector was not as thorough. Oh, so ridiculous. Anyway. That like, of all the things we have seen on the show, of all like the disgusting bodies and stuff, that actually bothered me the it, most. Well, yeah, because it's like supposed to be like 
basically her scalp, right? Because yeah. they're saying she died from blunt force trauma to the right. head. So that's basically supposed to be pieces of her scalp her, just yeah. stuck on a, the post that of the bed. Gross. I was not bothered by her disgusting no. like skeleton that was yeah. decomposing. No, that's fine. <laughs> it was just this that really got me. I think like the single hair trailing out of it was really what put me over the edge. It was too much then. <laughs> um, so... Uh, then I just wrote Angela Chan strikes again I because just, yeah. they're back at the lab. She has the heights of everyone, which I thought was also funny because she said the senator was six feet tall and like this dude is like five, seven on a good day. Right. He's shorter than his wife, shorter than his son. Well, I also was laughing because... Update well, your script, you dummies. <laughs> a, I was laughing because there seemed to be like a startup animation to the Angela Chan. <laughs> I don't know if we would call there all this like just particulate, like just like oh, yeah. shiny bitch just floating around making a nice design that had nothing to do with the case at hand. It's and like, it stayed there. It was like the background of It's like a her. windows. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> anyway, but the second thing that made me really laugh is like in the show, like when you see the post of the bed, it's like super, super tall. Like, yes. The only way that Bones is able to even see the top of it, she has to physically stand on the mattress yeah. and then like look up at the top of the post. So they're sitting here being like trying to deduce who would be tall enough to Zen. have slammed the woman's like, head against the fucking top of the bed. Anyone with just common sense and like a great yeah. like elementary school education right. could tell you that no it is human being. Yeah. I don't know, Yao Ming? <laughs> Shaq? <laughs> like Physically, and even then, they'd have you to have physically to lift pick her, her up and slam that, her yeah. against the bedpost. And so they do this thing. So like Angela pulls up all these people, yeah. and is like, she nope, like lines them up any of them. against like a mock above the bed, and, and she's then, like, "Do you see how oh they're God. not tall enough?" And then like <laughs> against this like ten foot tall post on this bed, and then fucking Bones just goes, "Well, how tall would they have to be?" And at this point. I legitimately laughed aloud because they did like a Mario and Luigi like boop, 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 yeah. and she makes a person who's seven yeah. foot eight. Which by the way, in the visual just looks like you took a clip art and like yeah. pulled up the top margin. It wasn't even like they literally made a physically larger human proportionally. Yeah, yeah. They just clicked and dragged, and dragged the size of the picture so it was bigger. It was amazing. Also, I think that that is also not right. Like that, the posts on that bed seemed like they were like eight to 10 feet tall i mean she was literally standing fully on the mattress and it was at the top of her head i feel like she had to like look up to it it was like super fucking tall. yeah so whatever anyway <laughs> anyway i was like it yeah was hilarious i don't think we needed the angela tron to tell us that none of the people that are in the suspect pool right now are tall enough for this insane so maybe deduce another way around how this might have happened so then bones figures out that um she was Maria was on a ladder and was yanked off and Angela was immediately able to bring this scenario up oh yeah on Angela like ladder there person on it there yeah. mm -hmm. and a person yanking her off there yep. and like the trajectory and everything like it was she has to do zero calculation she nope, can already figure out boop, boop, it's gonna be a ladder that's this tall mm -hmm. Maria was on this step of it mm -hmm. like this is how she would pull it down beautiful amazing again this is life-changing software. Yeah. World-changing software. Yeah. The software solves murders on its own, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. You just say, how would a woman on a ladder be murdered in this scenario? And it just automatically Andrew spits just out goes, the answer. just goes, beep, boop, boop, got it for you. <laughs> it was this 
like height of a ladder she was on this rung yeah she was facing this, this direction yeah it's amazing um so uh they go back to the house and turns out it was hector <laughs> <laughs> booth or rather bones does some sort of fake out where she pretends like she 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 studied what is it kinesiology yeah something something kinesisology yeah so she was like she has hector literally bring in a ladder which i was like interesting and she Mm -hmm. stands up on it and she's like okay everyone in the room try and pull me off of it and based on the way that you try to pull me off of it right now i'll know if you were the murderer which if this was supposed to be real i would have lost my mind and i'm glad it later turned out to be a fake out because i was getting real upset while it it was I think so. I think that was the point because, oh. or at least I hope so. Was it? It better have been because the senator. I, oh, maybe they were just looking more for people's reactions. Yeah, because the senator is like, "What the fuck?" But yeah. he just goes and does it, and he just like pretends to pull her down. He's like, "Okay, doy doy, can you yeah. tell if I did it?" Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, now you, Hector," and, and Hector like, won't Ooh. do it. He keeps refusing, yeah. and then both her and Booth are like, "Hmm, okay, Hector. So what happened?" Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I like that before. Hector goes, he calls out those white people a little bit. Oh, yeah, that was fun. But, like, not enough. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he's arrested. And then we find out that a booth is back at the FBI. One of his little FBI buddies comes up and is like, um, a hit was put out on the lady scientist by that gang. And ladies, like... He only works with one scientist, really, that you guys have ever seen. So just say that scientist who you work with. How do they not know her name by now? Or just say the woman who you work with. Your your partner. The lady scientist. <laughs> not even the scientist lady. The lady scientist. Yeah. I hope. She's, they're having Eat a woman shit, moment. all of you. Oh, my God. Um, and so... Booth is like, uh-oh, and cut to Bones has paid for a funeral for Maria and Augustine, mm-hmm. and they're all at a funeral. But it's Booth, very nice. Yes, but Booth is not there, because Booth has gone after yeah. the guy in the shirt dress. I just wrote, Booth, you okay, bro? <laughs> I mean, how would you describe what he did? It was... A lot. Oh, let me pause before that. They do a pan of the crowd at the funeral. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see the guy <laughs> who looked like he was an ex-member of Smash Mouth in the background? With his Oakleys and his spiked, yes. dyed black hair? Yes, yes. I was like, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> he's not wearing a tie because he's too cool. Oh, so bad. I was just so... Oh, I can't believe you saw that, too. That's great. Where that are the extra, who were these extras? Who dressed them and why? amazing it was amazing um so booth goes out tracks down the leader with the shirt dress <laughs> and threatens to murder him mm-hmm. and he emphasizes this by putting a loaded gun in this man's mouth yes he shoves him up in a doorway against a wall mm-hmm. and he's like in like an alleyway if you do anything to her i will literally kill you yeah. Yes, he puts the gun into his mouth and cocks it. Mm-hmm. And then as he's walking away to be like, do you understand me? And then he turns back around one last time to just point the cocked gun at his head. One last time to be like, do you understand what I mean? 
As if the guy wasn't sure before. <laughs> as if words were not enough. <laughs> I mean, and like maybe they weren't. Like maybe for a guy like him, maybe he needed to be a little bit more intense. It was a lot. I just was like, you seem unwell. I think you both need therapy. <laughs> I think you both need therapy. Maybe you should go together. <laughs> I don't they just know. end each session What's like up? hugging and crying each other. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Part of me was just like, that's kind of hot, Booth. I mean, it was for an episode where he generally seems to be very aggressive in a way that I disliked because yeah. he was like beating up on a... El Salvadorian immigrant with yeah. a young baby. Um, you know, at least in this instance, it was like he was making sure he was protecting his right. partner. That was, was nice. It was psychotic, but I was also a little bit into it. And then he didn't even tell her because then later no. he's late to the funeral. And right. so they're so basically the funeral's over and he finally shows up and they're like, where the fuck were you? Mm. You missed the funeral. And he was like, sorry. And he doesn't really say anything. Which he should because, uh, yeah. hey, Bones, hey. there are fucking consequences Why wouldn't you to tell your that to the person? I you would, dumbass. I would definitely want to know if there was a hit out on me. I just want to let you know that right now, Jax. If there's ever a situation where someone tells you there's a hit out on me, please don't just run off and stick guns in people's so after, mouths. After please I finish sticking me. a gun in a... a gang members i'm not gonna tell you whether or not you should or should not do that part but just i want to know i will don't worry thank you thank you thank you you. and then i will run back and tell you and probably cry i appreciate it to tell you about how i stuck a gun in a man's mouth and now he's probably gonna kill both of us (laughs) it was a fake gun it was plastic he could feel out in his teeth yeah i was also just like the guy was like i guess booth there was something in the exchange where Booth was kind of like, you put a hit out on my partner. And then the gang leader laughs. And he's like, she's not FBI, bro. And I'm like, oh, is there like an understanding that you don't do that to FBI? Because I don't know. I thought yeah, when I you talk so. about like these crazy murderous gangs, like yeah. do they care about, is that a line that they really care about anymore? I feel like it when, is. Well, when you're talking about gangs that are essentially remnants of, again, the El Salvadorian death squad, <laughs> again, in El Salvador, they're, they're, buying off police and they're probably killing them all the time too like that's like a known thing right like for yeah but it's different when it's hardcore usa guys i feel like i guess yeah maybe it's a little different but clearly they're all deranged (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ i was just like oh that's an interesting thing it's a real technicality that i didn't think gangs would be interested in but yeah who knows right so then booth feels like he can go and stick a gun in this Maybe man's mouth. Maybe because she's technically a civilian. Right. As opposed to like, if you kill an actual police officer or an FBI, right. like, They'd be like they a will rain hunt hell for you. on you. Yeah. But like then, yeah. So, but then in the same vein, it's like he feels like he could do this to the gang leader and rough him up without repercussions. Like he doesn't think it'll then turn out to be a hit on him for that. Because he specifies like, I'm not embarrassing you in front of everybody, anybody else. No one else in your gang knows that I am intimidating you right now. Because if oh did he say that yeah oh i totally missed that like nobody's seeing this, this right is between we're you and alone me. yeah so it's not like because if he had done oh. it in front of the whole gang then like that guy would have to, like, to prove like well fuck you i'm gonna kill you yeah 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 and, yeah whereas here you don't have to prove anything so like oh i didn't pick up on that nuance yeah all right well okay so smart the so way anyway did it. it was horrifying but it was smart horrifying but Jax was into it yeah i was <laughs> I was about, I was into it up until he started putting guns in people's mouths. And then when he took that final last turn back, that's when I was like, is he okay? Oh, I was like, he's unhinged, but I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please protect me. (laughs) Oh God. So anyway, I mean, look, this was, it was a nice return to Bones. It was a heck of a return to Mm -hmm. Bones. 
It was like action packed. All yeah. the familiar tropes and storylines were there. Yep. Always. Yep. And Hodgins wasn't that annoying this episode. I mean, I agree with his political beliefs so yeah. as a liberal person, so I agreed, like, right. was into it. And it wasn't the typical irritating, like, anti-government, like, conspiracy crazy nut right. person. Right, it was actually it was legitimate, like, like, you care yeah. about people. Like a and, real, actual yeah. commentary. Yes. Although, yeah, Angela and Zach didn't really show up much this episode. Yeah, Zach was here and there. Angela did There was, like, a great zinger sketch. on him. Oh, what was it? Wait, do you remember when no. they were, the, like, one of the many times they were back at the uh, lab? Yeah. Um, oh, when they're just about to discover that sternum foramen, uh-huh. whatever, like, thing that shows that the bodies are connected. Yep. Zach literally goes, oh, this is interesting. And then Angela says, interesting or horrible? Because sometimes it's the same thing with you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, his only line and in interaction on the episode. I like that, I was like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Oh, those guys. Ah, guys. You know what? Classic. For a return, it wasn't a bad episode. No. Dude, and now I'm thinking about it. Are we more than halfway through the season? Is it a 24 you know, episode season? I I can't remember if it's 24 or 26 or, you know, I feel like it's always like 22, 24, 26. Exactly. Yeah, especially oh. back in those days. Yeah, I'm not Let's sure see. anymore. I can Because I realized as I was writing down like episode 13, like, ooh, we might be yeah. halfway done with one whole season. It's 22 episodes in oh, season we're one. Already <gasps> more than halfway you done. You guys. Love it. It's great incredible well especially because once we get in some of the like plot lines that come up they're so absurd it's so great i yes. can't wait i there are some okay so this is the thing it's like as much as i complain about this now there are some plot lines and like sort of like recurring baddies yeah. that come later that yes. i really like and i'm just like waiting for us to get there and i hope those episodes the writing gets better <laughs> Uh, like I the surrounding dialogue and writing but uh <laughs> but they're i mean like some of the actors who come on who like you recognize yeah they're really good at being bad guys yes. and so it's fun to see them just like really enjoy being a bad guy totally oh dudes dudes um oh god i i didn't write down anyone's name they're like a couple asian guys who i've been <gasps> into recently Ooh. yeah they're I'm usually excited about that not my not my style interesting but wait i feel like that's i feel like you always get excited about asian dudes when you see them and stuff you always send it to me oh <laughs> i'm always stoked like in support of the fact that they're but that doesn't necessarily mean i want to working. sleep with them I but there were a couple guys who was see. like "Ooh, maybe you're like let's get in on this wait did we talk about oh. the asian actor recently no because we haven't recorded in such a long time one of them obviously my guy han from fast and furious oh doy okay listeners mm-hmm. there's something really important that you have to know that has transpired during the time <laughs> that we have not been recording because we are all we were all taken over by our lives yeah. one thing Jax and i did was basically marathon the entire fast and the furious franchise oh so good she had no idea about it and then she was... I quickly fell in love. She has become one of the most ardent Vin Diesel supporters <laughs> I've ever met in my life, which is not the person I wanted her to be into my for this franchise. Vin. I, I support the the idolatry of Han, but oh, I yeah. don't... Listen, look, Vin's not in it. I don't want to see it. The ones with the one without it was terrible. Like, Tokyo Drift was saved by the fact that they was in, you know, with my Asian brethren. But like when he showed up at the end, I was thrilled. I and this again spurred His us to start watching charisma. the Pitch Black franchise because <laughs> then we were like, we need to watch all of Vin Diesel's filmography. Listen, I gotta support my man. 
I don't get it. Look, I don't get why people like Vin Diesel so much. So I don't get why I like him so much. <laughs> Explain yourself. I, like, legitimately, was it... So wait, why would... Is Vin Diesel one of your dudes? No. Wait, what? I support him and his charisma. And but you don't want to bone him? His silliness, no. I don't even understand that. Because <laughs> I like him for his personality. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking psychopath. No, you don't. Because he doesn't have one. He does. It's just, you know. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You know how he recently put out that movie Bloodshot? Oh, yeah. Um, so apparently, I didn't realize this, but that's like a, a lesser known uh, comic book character. So oh, that's okay. him trying to enter like comic book movie oh, world. Makes sense. Okay. So he... Uh, apparently in an interview Did somewhere he it himself oh i don't know about that oh, okay. but apparently in some movie or sorry in some interview when people were like oh you're making a foray into comic books mm-hmm. he was like yeah you know there's like the marvel cinematic universe there's the dcu <laughs> this is the vin cinematic universe the vcu baby the vcu i am in also he's already in the marvel cinematic universe yeah but he has to create his own vcu I Jax. support it. I will because see all he is of these. so into himself. As well, he should be. Oh my god, I don't understand. But anyway, yes, Han. What's his, the the actor's actual oh, name again? Oh shit. Um, let me look it he up real quick. He's very attractive. He's so he handsome. has such a swag and like charm. He really does. It's it's really nice. And because it's not showy and aggressive in a macho yes. way, but he still makes you feel like, ooh, he could take care of me. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, cause the, the other guy in it too was also, oh yeah. The, his, the villain in Tokyo Drift, you mean? Yeah. Yes. He's also like shown up a he's, bunch of stuff. Not- I was just watching, <laughs> I was watching an episode. I started rewatching Lie to Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't hate that show. <laughs> it's not good, but I'm totally going to go through it. Um, and that guy was in an episode. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Oh, I mean, God. he's definitely very pretty. Very attractive. Um, his character in that movie was obviously not attractive. So, mm. so the guy who plays uh, Han is Sung Kang. Okay, yes, I yes, don't yes, know yes. if that's how you pronounce his name. And then Brian T is the guy who plays the bad guy. Ah, okay, and okay. They are handsome fellas. Yes, I think they're both Korean. Yeah, I think. But oh, I don't actually know. Wait, what's the other guy's name again? Well, his last name is T T E. Oh, T E. Brian T. Oh, that's hard to I'm say. I'm sure it's he looks Korean. He looks Korean. Yeah, I don't know. They both have great cheekbones. Oh my god, they're yes. very handsome. For real. And I'm into it. Those are my like most recent dudes. What about you? My most recent dudes. Look, oh, no. I can't criticize really you because as. As you know, and I don't know if our listeners have picked up on this at all, but I will literally watch anything. I will literally watch the soapiest, trashiest, most poorly written shit. Um, as long as there's like a reasonable, as long as there's a good looking man in there and some sort of romantic storyline and just enough action happening around it that I don't necessarily get like too bored. Right, right, right. I will watch for seasons upon seasons upon seasons. I will just keep going Mm -hmm. as long. It's like the, it's like just enough to keep me going and then I'll just keep watching. So I recently rewatched all of Prison Break. (laughs) Which I was extremely into when it originally came out on television. I because I tried I think, watching the first episode and then I gave up. Is it good? It's not. 
Is it worth watching? No. And this is now my <laughs> second time through. So anyway, it's fine. Um, but Wentworth Miller is the mm. reason why I was into the show. I was He's there handsome. to watch him be beautiful and give very intense. Stoic. Um, yes, a very stoic uh, performance overall. But when he, because his, he has two emotions in the show. Mm. Calm, because I think you're supposed to gather from that, that he's just like very calm and intelligent and uh-huh. cool. But, and then the other one is just very angry. Oh, okay. <laughs> like when people double cross him because it's a very intense like conspiracy theory show. angry? Exactly. Ooh, okay. Gotcha. But, so he's beautiful. And then I looked him up recently to be like, is he still beautiful? <laughs> and he actually is, but he's a lot older than I realized. So he was, a, he's now apparently almost 50. I think he's wow. like late 40s. So that means at the time that the show first came out, he was like in his mid 30s probably. Mm. But yeah, I didn't, because he looks so young in the show. I had no idea. So anyway, when I looked for current pictures of him, I was shocked that he's like, you know, grade a bunch and all of that. And I was like, oh my God, I had no idea. I still think he looks quite handsome, but look, uh, 2005 Wentworth Miller is really my jam. Plus the character in the show is just ridiculously like, like, I don't know if altruistic is the right word, but it's just like so loyal to his family. He mm. will literally loyal sacrifice anything. Yeah. Like it's like, so it's like, while sometimes I'm like, why are you making that decision? Um, you know, it's like you, you like the idea of a person that is on the one hand, so smart and so formidable, like both physically and mentally, but right. then also so sensitive right. and caring. So you're like, wow. And then my other show that I've also just recently gotten into on Jax's recommendation <laughs> because she knows me and she was like, how have you not started watching the show? I started watching it, I think, Friday night at like whenever we yeah. talked about it. And then I have now, I'm like almost in season three at this point. Oh my That's God. That's all I've been doing. Zen. <laughs> I am almost done with the show The Last Ship. I am there's so There's like five seasons. I'm very sad. I looked it up to see how many seasons there are and there's not a lot and I'm going to be done with this very soon. So anyway, <laughs> I love I I don't know. I don't know anything about Eric Dane. Mm. I, I I saw him on Grey's Anatomy. He was very pretty then. He's still pretty now. He actually had to take a break from between God, I need a life between seasons four and five, I believe, <gasps> of The Last Ship because he had really bad depression. Oh. But I think now he might do like charity stuff for like mental health, which I think is lovely. I might have made that up, but I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, because actually I did wonder to myself, he was on such a big show yeah. like Grey's Anatomy. I don't know anything about The Last Ship and or TNT really besides it the fact that they know drama. did <laughs> very well on TNT. Okay, did Hence it? why... Here's the thing. We are not the demographic. <laughs> what? For this show. Like, are you sure? 30-something Asian women was not what they were going for. Like, they were going for, like, 20 to 40-something white dudes. Who want to be in the Navy. Who are into military stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, of course, living in New York City, there's not many people who watch this show. But I'm sure if you went to, like, Middle America or the South or something, it was very popular. And, like, it got really good ratings in TNT, which is really? why it went for five seasons. Okay, because I... Okay, so maybe I was wrong because it, it's... I don't remember... I was never enough of a Grey's Anatomy fan to, like, really know how long he was on the show. But I presume because that show is so seasons, huge. Right? Yeah. I think so. I think he was big enough to be on it for a while. Yeah. But, yeah, he was sort of just, like, for a handful of seasons before he left. 
that seems like such a big show that this feels like is it's not a step down per se because I guess he's the lead on it. But I was like, is this a step down? So then I was kind of like, did something happen with his career? Because I didn't really know what else he's been doing because I, I, I'm not a huge fan yeah, of him. So I don't either. like keep up with him. Is he in so, movies? Is same. he in other stuff? Anyway, all this to say is he looks good. He looks so good. He has aged so well. Yeah. And now that I know he has this other charity, whatever work side, that's really lovely. Um, and I'm into it. I think he got divorced, which was also sad. Oh, is that maybe why he was depressed? Maybe. Because that's a real life yeah. rocking event. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Wait, wasn't he married to this really... This the woman? really skinny lady with the big eyes. Wait, yeah, she has the giant eyes because that she was on Grey's Anatomy, I think. Oh, was she? I think she, like, guested, not, like, as, like, an actual... Rebecca Gayhart. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure... I thought they got divorced. Maybe they're not. It was literally, wait, maybe I'm messing it up with a different show, but there was a show where she played a blind woman, but then she had these big, beautiful eyeballs. So it just was, I guess, supposed to be somehow ironic. But, um, oh, yeah, they get divorced, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I remember being like, All right, I think they're married. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that uh, Wentworth Miller, a recurring, a renewed appreciation from a, a long-standing appreciation. And then Eric Dane, who was always attractive, but I was like, totally. whatever. But like now I'm like, I'm all about him. And I really like how he captains that ship. <laughs> Yo, he captains it what like about, a motherfucker. Also, what kind of name is USS Nathan James? No offense. I, I don't know. It sounds like really weird because it just sounds like the name of a person. That's usually what they are. But aren't they usually but like that, recognizable you know like military or American heroes? I think the weird thing about heroes? that is, is it sounds less like an old timey name and you're right. used to like old timey like yeah. William Fitzpatrick or right, some shit. Exactly. Or it's like because it's George Washington. Right, so you're right. like, you're like, oh yeah, duh. Yeah. But like, yeah, Nathan James just sounds like my friend's cousin. So I'm just like, what is <laughs> happening? I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's great in that. You would follow him into battle. I, I would. He is magnanimous. He is enigmatic. How many more words can I say? Uh, it made me want to join the Navy. Um, yeah. If Sign me up. If all the guys leading the Navy looked like him, I would also join. Oh, a thousand percent. Him and, oh, the um, the guy who plays Lieutenant Green in the show. Holy shit, I have to look this up. Lieutenant he is Green. so white American, boy. It is like the, it is like the, he's the apple pie of men. Um, oh, let me look this up really quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Green, Travis Van Winkle is his name. Did you just say Travis Van Winkle? You betcha. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, Travis Van Winkle. You gotta do something about that name. But your <laughs> face is beautiful. Your face and your body. Oh really? I f- I mean he's a, he's so white bread. He's a good but... looking guy, but I find him a little bit boring. No, I'm just so into it. Of course, it. You'd, you'd be. he's actually more muscly than most of the guys you usually go for. First so I'm all, impressed. How dare you? <laughs> usually, they're guys you can beat up. You cannot beat him up. So, congratulations, you found a man, an actual man. Remember when I, I was don't know about what you're talking about before. It can be reversed. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so yeah. Those are the guys that are on my mind these days. I'm so stoked that you're into the last ship. Wolf was just introduced. Yeah. I, he just showed up in some episodes this today that I've been watching. And I was just like, Wolf! I literally screamed, Wolf! <laughs> <laughs> He's so Australian. And you know that girl who... Um, I'm sorry, I have to look up her name also. I did not come prepared. Joshua but. Jackson's new wife? No. Oh. oh my God, that's right. She's in it. 
No, but um, the woman I'm thinking of, she was in the show Imposters, which I actually thought she was really good in. And she shows up in Prison Break season five, which I did oh, not God. expect. No, I think she's like making, like, I think she's like. What is she playing? She's definitely show? a very much a solidly working actress. Hmm. Um, hold on. Let me think. Of, okay. Let me. Imposters. Did you ever watch Imposters? No idea what it's even is. I've never even heard of it. I don't think. Uh, her name is Inbar Lavi. Who does she play on the last ship? She plays Rivat. Rivat, the Israeli, the Israeli one. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Israeli woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very pretty. I she find her very, very beautiful. And Can she she keeps showing up in shit that I've been watching re- oh, recently. Yeah, yeah, she is very um, pretty. Yeah, so. They have some really, I will say, it's a somewhat diverse cast yeah. probably more diverse than on a lot of shows yeah um and there are a lot of women in positions of power yes which i very much appreciate and yes. there's like like the lead engineer is a lady yes like solid and you know what i also did appreciate <sighs> i have to look up her name now um so how old is eric dane uh, he is early 50s i think early 50s he's 47 that oh, makes really? me happy because the sorry eric the main lead scientist woman in the show who clearly they're setting up to be his a love interest of him or it seems like i'm only in season part way through season two but it seems like maybe anyway she's didn't they kill her the lady scientist (laughs) oops they kill her i mean that's okay i don't care about spoilers i will still watch anyway but that's a bummer wait they they kill his wife his wife dies in from the plague from the red flu right Oh, man, they kill her. Oh, I mean, fuck, I'm sorry. That's okay. I she, thought it happened at the end of season one. No, maybe she dies at the end of season two then. Shit, I'm it didn't sorry. Se- to be honest, I was surprised she was still on the show on season she two. She was fucking annoying. I didn't necessarily find her annoying. I was just mostly was excited that she's also in her mid-40s. So I was just excited that it was two leads that are like the appropriate age for yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, Do you totally. know what I mean? Because it felt, I, okay, so clearly not, but I thought they were trying to lead them yes. towards each other because yes. basically he's married with children. She has a boyfriend that has been MII since the start of the pandemic. So like, I'm sure they're going to realize at some point he's dead. His wife dies because of the pandemic. So like, I was like, okay, they're going to slowly make it towards each other because they keep giving each other long looks in the show. And so I was like, at least they're the right age you know so there's that there might be other ladies too in the future don't you worry <sighs> yeah i mean i don't like her that much so it doesn't have to be her <laughs> i couldn't stand her i was uh, yeah her character is okay she's just very stereotypical and kind of whiny and i don't know not a fan yeah i don't like her as much as like the lead engineer for example i really like yeah. her a lot yeah. I'm stoked that you're into it. I'm obsessed. And like two days from now, I'm going to be like, I've seen it all. Why isn't there a season six? Why isn't there a last ship movie? The last ship colon the final ship. For those of you who are wondering, that's a play on the prison break movie. Prison break colon the final break. The greatest name ever for a movie. Um, so I have a hypothetical for yep. you, <laughs> which maybe it could be the last ship, but okay. Ooh, if you could live, <laughs> Ooh, yes, I know where you're going in any TV show, uh huh. which one would it be? Hold, please. <laughs> you can see me ready to burst. <laughs> Keep in mind. 
So it could either be you as yourself, but as if like you were just dropped into this world, or you, if you wanted to play a character, I will give you both. one of the existing characters. Yes. Like if I'm like, I think this man's so hot and I want to have sex with him. I yes. want to be the character in the show that has sex so, with him. Yes. <laughs> Keep in mind. Okay. The location. You okay. know. Yes. Um, the characters you'd have to be friends with or sleep with or whoever. Um, but, and but if I'm just dropping myself in, then it's kind of unknown, right? Because I'm not subject to their storylines. Mm. I'll explain to you what mine is. Okay, yes. And then maybe I'll I'm help very you. excited to hear this. And then, like, their occupation, in which case, like, if you were to drop in as you in, like, Law and Order, you'd probably have to be, like, a detective. Right. I hear you. Or, like, if you a were to drop into <laughs> Lucifer, like, you'd have to be a devil? Uh, either one of the gods or I don't yeah, know how Lucifer like, works. like a detective yeah um so my choice is elementary of course because <laughs> I should have known I just want to solve crimes and live in a beautiful brown so town. would you be one of his new mentees yes okay and then would you help him out with his nipple problem <laughs> Would fine. you help him tape them down you so they don't chafe against every one of his shirts? Leave those so that he doesn't develop like nipple-spaced holes in every single one of his nice collared shirts. If anything, I let him keep going, and then they just stick out a little bit, and it'd be fun for me. Why do they always just wear down right here? Every shirt has to go to the cleaners and get darned. <laughs> <laughs> he has like two by two, two little patches. patches. <laughs> just little nipple patches. <laughs> um, they just bleed <laughs> here and there. I mean, people who run marathons do have to cover their nips. Yes. Yeah. I think that's an everyday issue for him. <laughs> I think he's doing fine. He looks beautiful on that yes, show. Yes. I'm Good sorry. Job. I have also, I had when watching it, I had also become part of the johnny lee miller appreciation society oh so i'm not i'm i'm lovingly teasing him i'm not criticizing him in reality like his nipples are fine and he was born this way <laughs> so He's so lay off little monsters <laughs> lay off you assholes <laughs> by assholes i mean me i guess <laughs> um okay this is a really really great question and this is really tough because now i have to I cycle know. through the pantheon of every single show i've ever watched which is also really tough wait so does that mean then like if i'm talking about a show where there's like people with superpowers i can have a superpower yes (laughs) (laughs) if it's a show about superheroes then you have a superhero power if you were in the umbrella academy you'd have some weird power and it has to be a tv show yes okay i feel like if it was movies there'd be so much to choose from so i'm sticking to tv very good point like, the only way I can figure out how to think about this is, like, I have to think about what were my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. But then some of my favorite shows are really terrible places to live. Absolutely. Like, I would not want to live in Breaking Bad World. That would suck. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. Do I want to live in Vampire Diaries World? Oh, goodness. <laughs> is it just because they have a lot of sex? No, I just want to live forever and be really strong. You want to live forever? Do you really want to live forever? Look, they let they, you get frozen in time and become immortal when you were turned into a vampire. So I could, not that this is so fucking great, <laughs> but I could prevent further decay is what I'm saying. Oh, but like your family would die. Your friends would die. You'd have to make new ones. You'd have to live a lie. Right, 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 right. You know? That's a good point. Only, yeah. 
Okay. Well, but I want superpowers. I want I want to be more um, capable than I currently am at living life. My body right now is just a hindrance and an obstacle. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't help me do anything or get anywhere. It doesn't do anything impressive. It's a, just a real pain in my ass. <laughs> And here's body positivity chat with Zen and Jax. <laughs> we're so lucky to have bodies that even remotely function. Yes, you're right. Okay, you're right. I'm- we got legs that work. We got arms that work. We don't have any weird diseases. We're very fortunate. Yes, all of those things fully. <laughs> we also abuse our bodies with the food that we eat. You're right. Okay, so yeah, I did it to myself, and it's all in my control. If I could just manage to muster up some willpower, okay, fine. I hear you. Um, but I hear you on the superpower thing. So I guess it's like, what shows are there superpowers in that I've watched? I the only super, the only like superhero shows that I've watched are like. So I watched a little bit of Supergirl. I watched Agents of Shield. If you oh, I did watch Agents of Shield. If you can believe it, I watched Arrow. Oh God, um, <laughs> Umbrella Academy. Oh yes, Umbrella Academy. Um. um some other shows with superpowers. I mean, I watched American Gods, or at least halfway into season two, through halfway into season two, so I would mm-hmm. have to be like a god of some kind, but then it involves me needing people to actually believe in me. Hmm. Okay, you know what? Hmm. Maybe it's just a reflection of where I am right now mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. but I think right now I want to live in the world of Dynasty. Oh, no, do not let my opinions deter you. I'm so sorry. If you want to live in Vampire Diaries, you live in Vampire Diaries. No, you're right, because that was a terrible show and everyone dies. Oh, Everyone's yeah. always dying, oh, trying no. to get reincarnated, dying again. It's not worth Game it. Game of Thrones? There's, there's a lot of, um, you know, like fighting factions of vampires and beasts and shit like that, okay. so who cares? Um, the reason I'm saying Dynasty is because right now I just want to be independently wealthy and mm. have everything I could ever want. Okay. Because I and in the show, yes, it's it's like sort of like it's about a rich family, right? Yes, it's about like a very rich family that's like like um, when they say dynasty, they mean like a like sort of like a corporate dynasty, like a Mm -hmm. family that has like been rich for generations because they started some company. Okay, Um, sort of it's like it's like um, soapy succession. Okay, so you have like rich family and then also like a competing rich family and then the children of the rich family or or like like the new wife like they're all just like fighting for power or control or like influence whatever um i just mostly want to be rich and not have to work i hear you and if i lived in that world i don't care about being powerful and running a company i would not be one of the people that was fighting to be a part of the company. You'd I would just, just be sitting back eating popcorn yeah. in your mansion. My trust would those, come into play idiots. and I'd just yeah. be like, we're good and mom and dad, I'm going to live here with you or, or I'll buy my own mansion because my trust is going to be like a $100 million trust because oh, wow. they're so wealthy. They're billionaires. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, so like this girl, like one of the episodes is she turns, I don't know, 26 or whatever the fuck it is and mm-hmm. then like her trust finally transfers to her gotcha. and it's like literally a hundred or some hundred something oh, million dollars. Shit. Yeah. So like, um, that's fine. I'll do that. I don't want to be that girl. That girl sucks. Okay. But like, yeah, but I, you with a hundred million dollars. Yeah, yes, totally. Where do they live? In the South somewhere? Georgia. Atlanta? Atlanta area? Okay. I think Atlanta area. Yeah. All right. 
Is that not what you expected? No, I it's feel not. like I'm going to have a couple answers because I'm going to think about this more, and then later tonight I'm going to be like, "Damn." Would those would then be your family members? Oh, and you'd be living in Georgia. I see. Them's parts of the rules. I see. I see. And you would have to be around for their bullshit. Because that's the show. I see. Mm-hmm. Which, if that's your final answer and you can put up with that, that's totally fine. Because you wouldn't have to be involved in their bullshit, but you'd have to just kind of like be on the sidelines always watching it. Mm-hmm. 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 You hate the hot weather, so I feel like Atlanta might be a little tough. But you just had a fully, you'd have a fully air-conditioned mansion, right. so you'd be fine. I would just, like, never be outside. You'd It'd never be, have like, to be. mansion to car to yes. next mansion. You'd have tunnels underground. To mansion to restaurant, back to, to mansion. Pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, look, I'll, I gotta, I gotta be honest. This is a tough one. I should have let you ponder it. You know what? You we should do this in multiple parts. And okay. so, like, every week, mm-hmm. we're just like, what are we feeling like this week? Oh, I like that. Because I have a feeling... After I think about this some more, I'm going to change my mind. Okay. Because I'm trying to think of like... Game of Thrones would probably be too stressful because there's a lot of backstabbing and everybody dies. Even though you could theoretically maybe have some kind of power in there. Yeah, I don't want to die. Okay. I don't want to fight other people okay. to stay alive. Fair. Plus, you know, winter's coming and... Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, What other shows? What other I think I must also just watch really intense or like actiony or dystopian shows because it's like Mm. it's I'm not watching like you know home improvement so like I can't be like oh I want to live in this nice comfortable suburb how about like didn't they make like a born identity show I think they did would you ever want to be like one of those guys or is that also stressful I didn't watch it but yes that seems like I don't want to do that okay because then I feel like you don't have a real life because right. you can't You're really have connections in human. Yeah. And you can't really tell people the truth about like who you are and what you do. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like if I had watched any type of superhero based show that wasn't awful and I guess mm. that's sort of the point of it, right? You can only have superheroes if there's some sort of insane villain to, to also overcome. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise like, why do you need the superhero? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that wouldn't work out well because I don't want to have to fight the hand. How about, <laughs> how about something like the Mindy Project, where you're her, you get this kooky cast of characters, you have oh. a sweet apartment, but you do have to be an OBGYN. That's true. That's cute. Oh, or sorry, you now you're reminding have me a slew of very cute men. You're reminding me now of like the, some of the f- more fun shows that I've mm-hmm. watched, which are like you might not have a superhero. City. You not, might not be a superhero, but you'd have a fun life. Yes. I mean, Broad City, I That's like the idea of like, yeah, just having like great friendships, having fun in the city, being crazy, always doing fun stuff. That could be us if we were more into like going out and doing stuff. Yeah. If we like physically did things outside, yeah. we would be Broad but City. Like, no. And if I think if we each of us pegged more men on average. Yes. <laughs> that too. And just like. We're really into smoking weed. And stuff. Yes, and like partying pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. So I basically am already in my own broad city. The tone down. Just a lot version. more like McDonald's and yeah. Fast and do you want to order wings and watch the last ship? You betcha, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
also, I think maybe like, well, no, there's a lot of financial strife. But I was gonna say like Bob's Burgers, where it's just oh, like, oh, really I didn't even think about animated shows. And like, even though they struggle, like it's a very sweet family and it's cute. Dude, I'm trying so hard right now to remember the last show that I watched that I was like, this is so sweet and heartwarming. I'm generally, I'm I'm seriously coming up blank. I didn't watch that. I'm like somewhat, I'm somewhat concerned. It's funny because you like the romance stuff, but I think I watch more sweet shows than you do. Yeah. Not that they're romantic, but like <laughs> babysitters. Club. Like life affirming and heartwarming. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I need, I need that. Cause, uh, I thought I did too, but like, again, <sighs> prison break, <laughs> the last ship. What was I watching before that? Like every, everything Lucifer. I've been watching. I mean, Lucifer is dumb. I guess it's heartwarming ish. I have no idea. I've never seen it. I mean, okay, if I was in Lucifer, (laughs) so it's like, um, it's like a cop show. It's like a, yeah, so it's like, there's a case of But with Satan thrown in. But with Satan thrown in, so sometimes you get visited by other angels, Mm. his brothers and sisters, Um, his mother comes in to play who they call the goddess, Mm -hmm. which I actually don't really get because I don't know enough about the Bible. But I didn't think God was married in the Bible. Nope. But I guess maybe there's an explanation for how he, the angels came to be. I don't really know. Um, anyway. Sorry, now I'm just thinking of more shows. I'm just going to toss some at you. Yes, please, please, please um, help me. Because I think that's part of the problem. I'm not really remembering some of the nicer about, shows. Even though you'd be <laughs> dead. Oh, boy. What about like The Good Place where you're surrounded by friends and you kind of get into little hijinks? Of no, I did not finish that show. <laughs> Me neither. I don't think I want to be dead and I actually in want, hell. I also don't want you to be Wait, dead. Wait, did you see the part that hell. they're in yeah, hell? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, just to be clear. It also didn't seem that bad. <laughs> That's also true. Well, it seemed like I'm just a long psychological game, though, which is That's a, little a little disturbing. Yeah. Um, I did recently watch Upload, which I didn't oh. mind. Okay. How about Space Force? Space Force would be cool. I get to be with Ben Shorts. Yeah. What about, oh God, I just thought of one. Shit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, The Mandalorian? I don't think I have the stamina to, <laughs> to live in one of those shows. I'm not okay. joking. Like, I think I would crumble. Okay. Like, I, I need so many creature comforts. <laughs> And even then, I find it really hard to, like, manage day to day. Fair. So it's like, if I had to live in, a like, a world like The Mandalorian, I think I'd be, I'd be, well, I'd be dead. You know what? Maybe something more like, um, yeah, I know you didn't watch it, but, like, the Clone Wars series where maybe you just live in a city, and it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, like, very futuristic, cool yeah, city. Yeah, 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 that could be interesting. Um, you could be Senator Amidala where she like lives in a pretty cool place. It's just a little stressful sometimes because you've got to like, you know, try to keep the peace. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I wouldn't. You know what? Yeah. You'd be Is a there great a show ruler? where I'm like royalty or something? <laughs> I would be into that. I'm trying to remember. I think that might that might be good because she only like is in danger because she like inserts herself into right. danger. I don't need to do she that. She could just chill and be a yeah. senator. Right, right, right. I'm not going to make waves. No. 
Um, that's a good option. I like that option. Okay. Um, because then, you know, what I should have clarified about my dynasty response <laughs> is not just that I'll just be independently wealthy and shuttle from my air-conditioned mansion to my air-conditioned <laughs> restaurant, right. back to my air-conditioned mansion, et cetera, and then go shopping. That sounds great. Um, but, you know, one of the characters on the show, the son of the main uh, of the main head of the company, mm-hmm. um, he is basically like rejecting his father's horrible corporate life that like only um, seeks to further the interests of the wealthy and like you know like he yeah. donates politically to people who like you know further his cause and blah yeah. blah. So his son basically rejected all that, quit the company, and like went to like Africa to build homes mm-hmm. and like went here and there to basically do charity work, mm-hmm. and then part of the show is like his father trying to bring him back into the fold Mm. by asking him to head their charitable Charitable, foundation. So like that kind of thing is what I would be interested in doing to be clear. In addition to be shuttling from my air conditioned locations in my nice car. Oh my God. You know what your perfect life would be? What? I mean, it's a movie. It's not, (laughs) it's not a TV show, but Oh, farts. What's it called? It's the movie with Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant. I don't know if you're into Hugh Grant, like when he was like in his prime. Yeah. Where she plays the lawyer. <gasps> yeah. Uh, two weeks notice. Yes. Yes. Because then you could be doing good things, but you'd have a super yes. mega rich husband guy. Oh my God. Yes. I love that idea. I don't want to be Sandra Bullock. Do I have to be Sandra? Do I have to be no. that clumsy and ridiculous? Oh, you don't have to be clumsy and stupid. No. Okay. Okay. Yes. But like. Yes, 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 yes. That you is still a have a I job, want. but it's a job that you actually have passion for because right. it's like helping people. I want to feel like I can make a difference. Yes. But like in but a way you, that I'm in control. Right. <laughs> I have the power now. <laughs> Look in your eyes. You might also be a Sith Lord. I don't know. But and then, but you have your cute hubby who's also mega wealthy. Right. So you don't have to feel guilty about, the, not that you would, but you don't have to feel guilty about the wealth because you're actually doing good things. With right. Them. But you can also live a nice, cushy life. I'm trying to think, where are, what other shows have that? I guess. Other shows that have that. Mm. No, that's a, yeah, because that, I mean, I like that response, but you're right. It's a movie. But no, it, I, I mean, any day now, I'm sure they'll create a two weeks notice spinoff TV show. Anyway, let's be real. <sighs> okay. I think I feel like the closest. Yeah, I just keep thinking about Mindy Kaling's really nice apartment. <laughs> I mean, her Mindy life Patrick. looks so cute in that yeah. show. Everything looks so adorable and sweet. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it has a sprinkling of like Nora Ephron all over it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but with silliness. I think I just don't want her love life. Who do, who does she end up with? Does she end up with anybody? I think they, her and Danny, end up having a child together oh, but God. i think they end up breaking up because i didn't watch Ooh, that's very bj novak-esque i didn't end up finishing the show mm, me neither but i think i read about it later to just be like whatever happened and yeah. i think danny's character got very bizarre like they ended up make, making it because i i think what happened is he i think he left the show before it ended oh is did that he? right oh, I have so no i think they needed a reason for him and mindy to not be together anymore and then him to have to exit okay so yeah so like they get together <clears throat> she gets pregnant mm-hmm. like they're having a child together and then like yeah he becomes an asshole basically oh and no they break up or something oh and no something weird. that's sad yeah okay all right well we'll stick with two weeks notice okay even though it's outside of 
you know yeah the scope a little bit i feel like it's the most appropriate one for you at the moment the only other one that i could think of that Mm. i was sort of thinking about but also i don't think i would be happy doing this um (laughs) which defeats the point of this exercise okay so madam secretary Okay. Which the last season was terrible. Nobody watched it. But the first couple seasons were perfectly fine television. Oh, I never watched and it. And I love Taglioni. I love her look. And she is the female uh, Secretary of State. And she's like super smart. She's part of an, a very, what I can only assume is supposed to be progressive administration. I don't remember if they actually ever named the party. But like her relationship with the president is really solid. Like the go back years, her relationship with her husband is really solid. The mm-hmm. husband himself is a really accomplished, smart guy. Cool. They have kids that are brats and they seem dumb, but like whatever, I guess they're kids. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it just feels like a woman who's really somehow in almost like a fantasy way managed to have it all because she's literally reached this incredible position of power. Mm-hmm. Her marriage is so fucking solid and so is her husband. Her kids are all doing generally fine and literally the end of the show is she runs for president and wins. And oh, nice. So it's like, if I was willing to live in politics... Yeah, with the stress of what that what yeah, comes with that job. So much of it, even not even about being helpful to people but just about like the ridiculous politics of yes. it all and the backstabbiness and the bullshit of it yeah. like i don't actually know i think it would be very interesting mm-hmm. and i think the work would feel really important yes but i don't know how long i would last like i feel like i would like again this is the part of the thing where it's like in some of the other examples where i'm saying like oh i can't live without the creature comforts like she has all those creature comforts yeah. but then it's like really are you emotionally and Can like you mentally up those, to the job though, when you're like yeah you're the i don't know state. yeah i don't know what about i think even though i never watched the show but i've heard good things um maybe one of the people on the west wing because <gasps> then you'd have a wonderful president. i love the west wing and that is such a good answer i want to be cj craig i took a personality to like i think i sent it to you a yes. personality test, and that's who i came out as and i was very happy I love CJ Craig so much. That is the best fucking answer. Yes, I want to be CJ Craig. And also, you'd be living in a world with a great president. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It is a magical world with the most Competent. earnest and and like thoughtful president, and with a government where yes, there's a lot of there's still political fighting because you still have Republicans v Democrats in the show, but yeah. it's like it still feels like everyone really cares. They're just passionate and they just disagree. Mm -hmm. So it's like not a real world. Right. But, you know, they manage to get things done and it's such a cool group of people that really cares about each other. Like the center, the core of the staff Mm -hmm. is great. And CJ Craig, who like, she starts out as um, the press secretary and she's so smart and sassy. She's like such like one of the best sense of humor on the show. And then she ends up eventually becoming chief of staff because she's just so fucking intelligent and great. Mm -hmm. And I love her so much and I want to be her. Done. Great. And on the show, she has a romance with this really cute journalist. And I think it's the cutest thing in the world. (laughs) It is literally one of my favorite TV show romances. It's so adorable. Because they're so great for each other. I'm going to have to watch the show. I never watched it. it. I was actually just thinking about rewatching some of the episodes again. Not like all the way through, but like selectively. Oh, interesting. Okay. How many seasons was it? I think six, but Aaron okay. Sorkin left, I think, after oh. season four, okay. if I remember correctly. Gotcha. And and I don't think that the last two seasons are terrible. I, I think, 
okay, if I'm remembering correctly, and he left after four, I think I think five was okay, mm-hmm. and then six, I was like, oh geez, okay, like why'd they do that? Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, anyway, I think it's like the first four again. The the Aaron Sorkin seasons are really like Solid. they're really stellar. They're oh. so good. All right, maybe I'll look into that. And it's so motivating after because I finished Lie to Me. <laughs> when I watched the show, I genuinely was like, this makes me want to join government. Like in the totally. same way that like Top Gun was created to get people to join the fucking Air Force really? or whatever. Yeah, like it was oh like in co- it was in partnership it was with propaganda. No joke. They 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 got they like made it in in partnership with like the fucking Air Force or whoever. Wow. Yeah, because they were like enlistments um, uh, down. So. Um, yeah, like that show literally made me feel like if the right people were in government, like amazing things could really happen. So like you should do your part and go. If people weren't inherently greedy yeah, and selfish yeah, and they actually went into politics for the reasons, which is the right reasons, which is right. to help their fellow citizens. Yeah. I mean, and I also found it very informative because, like, look, beyond, like, the seventh grade government class that I took and all that, like, yeah, AP U.S. history, you don't learn anything about actual no, government in that class. Either. It's just like, what year did Lincoln do this thing? You're right. just like, great. It, it shows you example, like, cases of, like, how, like, like, the kind of negotiation that happens behind closed doors before things get made into law. And, yeah. like, like the, the sort of, like, the mechanics of, like, how an administration responds to things and why and, like, what kind of moves they make and why and, like, why is it why is it important the person they appoint as an ambassador to a certain mm-hmm. country? Like, why is it important, like, who they put as energy secretary totally. or what? Like, yeah. you, I never thought about these things because I never knew about them and I didn't understand you why they're... You see the chess moves, you don't see the thought behind it. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and you also, at least from my perspective, I don't understand why they're consequential because it's, like, to a certain extent, like, I don't get why an ambassador to a certain country, that position means anything. It's one thing you for telling me a lawmaker or like mm-hmm. a secretary of whatever right. but like yeah like all those littler parts that you mm-hmm. don't really think about like why is it so critical to pay attention to that so like i feel like it actually helped me be smarter so like mm-hmm. when you read the news later because like sometimes you read a news story about like did you see this thing trump did or whatever president right. did and they're like this has these impacts because and mm-hmm. i never understood the because i was just and i stopped reading like i got bored but like now i feel like because of that show it helped me make a little bit more sense of that stuff mm-hmm. so that i realized like it is important to care about things that seem sort of small and insignificant. Totally. Those things do have ripple effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, all that's to say is then I was like, should I go to, like, literally, I was like, should I go to law school and join the government? It was, like, such a good show. <laughs> I mean. It makes you believe the system can work. I don't know if I believe that anymore, to be honest. In theory, it could, but that's just theory. I don't even know if I believe, like, in theory, if every amazing, most altruistic person was in every position of government, do I think our system is great? I don't know what I think about that anymore. I don't know if it's great. There's no, like, I mean, there is good. no perfect system. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, remember when this was about bones? Yeah. <laughs> guys want a bit bone. <laughs> but no, this was such an excellent question, Jax. This oh. is so good, and I nice. really have to think about this. I'm going to... I'm going to, I'm going to noodle about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know if you change your answer. My immediate reaction was dynasty because I was like, <laughs> I want to be rich and comfortable. <laughs> I don't want to have to work. I get that. I just don't want to work anymore. Fair. Neither do I. I hear you. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I will, I know I keep saying that I will, but now I really will update the Instagram. It'll probably just be <laughs> pictures of Eric Zane <laughs> and Asian men. <laughs> 
Uh, don't forget my boy Wentworth. Oh, right, Wentworth. Yes, yes, yes. I know you don't feel anything about him. Oh, no, I think he's a handsome fella. <laughs> that was the most whatever response to him ever. That's fine. He's cute. But you must agree, neither of these men are the typical men I would normally name. This is true. They're, they have way more muscles. Usually you go for guys who are like linguini. <laughs> you silly Jerry. Sorry, that just reminded me of you silly Jerry. Who's the silly Jerry? <laughs> Jerry. Um, this, uh, Seinfeld, there's an episode where I think it's Kramer. May, I, I don't remember. Makes a little, um, makes a little uh, stick figure mm-hmm. uh, stand-up com- like Jerry. Mm-hmm. Like he's just standing, I think, with a microphone, uh-huh. but he makes out a few silly pasta. <laughs> and then later at the end of it, who falls on it? Is it George or is it Kramer? I have to go back and rewatch this. I used to know all these episodes like by heart. Um, I think it's either George or Kramer. They fall backwards onto it, and the joke is it goes up their butt. Great show, classic, American classic. classic. <laughs> yes, I like I like linguini men. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> and, uh, on that note, thanks everybody. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.